Why, why are you looking at me like that? Because shorts at the theater makes you an asshole. That's why. What are you talking Jeans about? Jeans at the theater makes you an asshole. Well, why? What do you wear to the theater? Slacks. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like ch- like, like a gentleman. Like, like a gentleman tackies? who knows how to have respect for something. Yeah, I'll throw so, on a chino. Wait, you, wait a I second. I have a nice gray chino. Wait a second. I don't mind wearing with a blazer when I attend the theater. So who exactly are you respecting with your attire at the theater? The process, my friend. So you can't, you can't be respectful. Who are you theater? respecting with shorts? The answer, no one. <laughs> the solution, fucking respect something. Well, who, I mean, who... Who gets hurt by my wearing shorts? I do! As someone who might attend with you, I don't care for it. We're going to the theater in a few weeks. That's right. We're going to go see the new Mammoth play in New York. Woot. The the Penitent. The Penitent. uh, Starring Rebecca By the way, I can't think of Penitent without thinking of Sean Connery saying only the Penitent Man will pass in that third Indiana Jones movie. Oh. Do you remember? Penitent. No. He keeps repeating it as he's shot before he gets healed by the grail water. Oh, Jesus God. fucking Christ, man. <laughs> Trying to do something. I don't I'll, all I remember from that movie is you have chosen poorly. Uh, you know, you well, that's wisely. a nice moment too. Yeah. But all right, Pen- yeah, we're uh, going to see the pendant. That's very exciting. And guess what I'm gonna wear? I I mean I know I know what I want you to wear. You tell me that well let's go with that. Because I if you tell me something maybe that's that what isn't I'll wear. denim. No denim. No denim. Okay. That's really a good rule and something long. Yeah. Especially like long in pants, your case. <laughs> yes. No, no tank top or no, tube top. No, no, thank you. Okay. And uh, a, a stockinged foot. Well, I always Inserted into a loafer or a shoe. I can do that. A requisite dress shoe. I just went to the theater the other day and uh-huh. I wore a nice shirt. You did. Nice shoes. What kind of, what is socks. a button down? You're talking yeah, about button, button down. down? Yeah, button down. Okay. Long sleeve button Great. down. Love it. Uh, Love and, it. And some, and on my pants were jeans. <laughs> on my pants were jeans. <laughs> well, no, jeans were my pants. I guess I should startlingly. Say. So what? Startlingly. That's not, that's not good enough. That's not up to snuff. That's I, disrespectful. I, I don't think it is. I, and I recognize that I, this is an old man opinion. Yeah, this is interesting because I would it's just suspected that you would be like, hey, wear whatever you want. I, I know, don't care. I've, but I've spent a career. In the theater? A life in the theater. I have a little respect for it. I do, too. You know I do. I, I, well? I just don't think you... Uh, how would anyone know that by looking at you? Well, who cares what they think? But don't you want other people to know you respect it? Because you don't project that. I, <laughs> Not in a denim. I think they Not will, in a short pant. I think they will know by my behavior at the theater. If we were only judged on our behavior... At the theater? A- anywhere. Okay. I, we were not only judged by that. So first of all, if we were only judged by that, what a better world it would be. Yes, but we're not. We're often what judged you by our represent appearance. your respect in sort of what you wear, what you look like. I'm pursing my lips in <laughs> disgust right now <laughs> because good. it's like it's good for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keep making faces because, <laughs> like you know, I don't. Don't you this think is, there's a few gentlemen that still dress up when they go to the theater because many, they feel like they should? Many, right. many. Right. I have I've evolved beyond that. What I've is done that? that? I've been no, down that you road. You have devolved, sir. Fine. You have regressed. Self improvement is masturbation. <laughs> I have moved beyond it. I am my own person. Self masturbation is improvement. <laughs> That's what I say. I go to the theater. I wear what I want. I am uh, an excellent patron of the theater. You know me. Great respect for the theater. You know I have no rules. I have very few rules. And, but this is one. To look at me, I think people would think I would prefer wearing a denim to yes, the theater. To look would. at me. They would. I just don't feel that way. You would There not- are few things left that deserve an effort. Do you go do you go dressed like a stage hand? You're like in your <laughs> stage blacks with yeah, a long yeah, sleeve no, I, I sling some rope over my shoulder. <laughs> you got your leatherman in your uh-huh, pocket. For sure. <laughs> you're ready to go. For sure. Well, you never know when you're going to have to pitch in. <laughs> now that's respect. <laughs> All right, where are we? But do you see oh, more sorry. So I'm not done with oh, this. No, I'm not. Do you see you see more and more a short pant at the theater, a sandal 
I don't know. I don't take. I don't. I you don't do. Care. Yeah, I know you do. I don't care. Stop I don't, it. I'm not taking. I disagree. I don't care. I don't go around. When I go to the theater, I go to see a show. You're saying this in defense not, of your own bad choices. No, I'm I know not, you know what other people are wearing. I don't. You do. I, do, I am not taking. What is any, your What does your wife wear? What does your lovely wife know. wear? To, you don't know what she wears to the theater. It's not like she has a theater outfit. Where she's She'll like, be very pleased to hear this. By the way, to put on my theater garb. You have no idea what she has time on. To put on my concert, my 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 costume for the theater. It's not costume. But it's like when you go to church, you wear a certain thing. I don't go to church. Not anymore. But when you did, you had reverence for an idea. But there are plenty And you of, dressed up to represent that idea. There are lots of churches that don't, uh, th- today, do not agree with that anymore. Yeah, it's like, But I don't think the are. professional theater is one of those places. Come as you are. But they don't say that. Who doesn't? The theater. Well, what do they... They don't say, bring your smelly filth foot in here, asshole. So Jake Gyllenhaal... They say, put on a goddamn... <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's like backstage, you know, before the show. Like, yeah. God, I hope nobody shows up in jeans. Oh, Jakey Jills. Yeah, Is that yeah. what happens? I don't think he cares. Okay. So who am I trying to impress? I'm, I've up? tried to tell you. Other people in attendance with you. I don't care about them. Why not? You live in a goddamn society. Yeah. No, not that I don't care about them. Oh. But I don't care. I'm sorry. They... That's just what you said. <laughs> so I figured I'd react to that. I don't care what they think of how I'm dressed. For sure. But there, you, so you don't care how anybody dresses at anything. Everybody should wear whatever the fuck they want to any goddamn thing they want. Is that what you're saying? That's the world you want to live in? No, you're making a leap. I don't know that I am. I don't know that I am. You're saying you don't, care what, you don't care what anybody else thinks about what you're wearing. Yes. So how could you possibly care about what anybody else is wearing? I, as I said, given I don't any even circumstance. notice it. I don't notice it. When I, if I go to the theater... I go in, I take my seat, I read my program, well, I watch the show, I leave. I'm not like, it's not a fashion highly, show Highly, highly aggravating. It's not a see and be seen kind of experience. There's no step and repeat That's not when what I I'm go saying. to the theater. No, just because you don't have anyone to impress anymore doesn't mean you don't have to respect a thing. I respect it. <laughs> You don't. I do. You don't. In my heart. I don't I think I have to well, wear it I will not attend if body. you're in a denim. Oh, come on. I will not. <laughs> Do you, oh, this is going to be fun. You will, are you going to put on a denim? Because I'll turn that car right around and head, drive home. Head to toe. <laughs> if I can find denim Jay shoes. Jay Leno style denim head to toe. Denim socks. What? I just figured I'd put on some denim and go to the theater. <laughs> what? Hat. Take one of my seven cars and go to the theater. Denim hat. <laughs> denim gloves. A nice denim scarf. I won't go. Denim mascot. I, the penitent can suck a dick then. <laughs> denim, Not going. Denim belt. Please. Please put on something appropriate. For the theater, it's, sir. It is going to be a matinee. Please. Does that have anything to that do with d- it? That is a, a might more casual than, say, your Friday uh-huh. night attire would be. Uh-huh. Yes, agreed. So I don't need my dinner jacket for the matinee? Heavens no. Nor would you ever need a dinner jacket. I'm not saying you need to dress to the nines. I'm saying Sixes, make an effort. Sevens? Make a tiny little effort. <laughs> do something. All right, I'll, for you, I will. You will? I will. You have a slack. I, tons, yeah. Do you reserve those for special occasions? Like I wear them for work. Or, so sometimes, you look nicer going to work than the theater? Sometimes I might wear Bill? the slack. Listen to me. Will you listen to me? <laughs> is anyone listening to me? Hello? Is this thing on? Um, sometimes I will wear a slack to the theater. It's not like I'm purposely like, what's the trashiest thing I could possibly... I know. I'll wear my assless chaps. Without anything under them to the theater today, because that's going to make a statement. I don't think about it that way. I just, I put on what makes me comfortable that day. No. And that's what I wear. No. If it's 98 degrees no. and I'm going to the theater, I'm wearing shorts. No. Because I have to schlep around No, New sir. York City that is an air conditioned the theater. Heat. Oh, you. I don't want to show up to the theater. Yeah, okay. Well, here's the look you would get if I show up to the theater dressed up in you know slacks and a long sleeve shirt in 98 degree heat. I'm going to be sweaty. My armpits are going to be disgusting. Uh-huh. Then I am going to make a statement. I'm going to, people no. are going to be like, "What is this sweaty?" No, mess no, no. People will forgive you because you made an effort. You show up in shorts and a t-shirt. I probably don't do t-shirt. I do like shorts and I'll do like a um, a polo shirt. So you do have a line drawn. I ah <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care. Who care what anybody thinks of me? You have a line drawn. It's not. Well, here's the difference. Uh, okay. It's like I am going somewhere. I am going out to somewhere special. I'm going you to are. The theater. Yeah. So I do have respect for it. But oh. I, but it's not. I don't. You see, your imagination of me going to the theater, I think, is a little skewed. 
I think you're you're imagining that I'm going fucking said again. It like you say assume. <laughs> I fucking hate with it. My, I hate it. In my torn jeans and like no, my, I don't see. Know, no, I'm sure it's. I'm sure they're presentable. It's a very respectable image. Yeah. When I go to the theater. Okay, but but I would say just move the line up a little bit from jean out of jean. Move it out of denim, and then and then anything goes. I think. As long as you have a hmm. non-denim pant. Oh, ooh, anything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No, as long as you have a non-denim and a long pant, I'm fine with everything else. Okay. <laughs> it, should, it should I mean, is it hard? Even flip-flops? Are you gonna do- no, no. You ha- I said stockinged. Be stockinged foot. Well, I, would, I never wear anything but that anyway. What are you talking about? I don't wear like open-toed shoes. You're not shoes a flip-flop or no, a sandal guy. No, 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 no. no. I, mean, I, it, I mean, come my beachy summertime me, I'm sandaled all the time, but not at the theater. I wouldn't do it. Well, you, you, somebody might drop a Lico on your Well, toe. that's true. I get it. Yeah. No, I need, I, I need, need closed-toed shoes Absolutely. for my work day. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are we, have, have you berated me I mean, I don't know. As long as you've agreed not to wear a short <laughs> pant. Not to embarrass or you. A den- or, God forbid, a denim short pant. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, I could not be trusted. <clears throat> Well, all right. To I will not become a berserk, rage-filled idiot. I will. I will be dressed appropriately for our trip to the theater. My man, what are you thinking? What, I, oh, I have to decide <laughs> well, now. I was hoping maybe I get a little preview. <laughs> well, I don't know what it's going to be exactly because I don't think about my, <laughs> my garments that far in advance. Clearly, no. I mean, I barely think about I mean, them yeah. as I'm putting them on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll be like a khaki pant. My man. And some sort of shirt <laughs> with a collar on it. That's what I'm talking about. It could be a short sleeve, depending on the weather. Oh, it I understand. It might be a polo shirt. I totally understand. Warm. Yeah, polo is fine. So, I mean, it's going to be March, right, when we're going. March. So it's probably going to be chilly. Matinee so. in March. Yeah, so it'll probably be a, a long sleeve shirt, I would guess. Okay. And then a pair of shoes, you know, like, yeah. and socks. Yeah, yeah. And a belt, perhaps. You could wear sneakers. An ascot, um, probably like I won't. My, see, I don't even mind sneakers. Like a, a clean... The, Sneaker. I'm not wearing my sneakers today, but you like my sneakers, the blue ones. I, I do like those. So those would be okay? Those would be See, great. those look really good with the jeans. <laughs> they probably look good with a khaki, too. Yeah, they'd probably do. A flat front khaki. Yeah. Oh, well, naturally, nobody wears. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. I don't Look, I don't know what you got going on. <laughs> I have one pair of pleated There's khakis. There's still some guys wearing pleats out there. I have one pair. I don't I, get who, what's going on. They're like my emergency pants. <laughs> For when, like, when I've been working really hard and like two weeks I've been doing nothing but work and I run out of work pants and I have nothing else but the pleats. I'm like, well, I got nobody to impress at work. I'm wearing the pleats. I'm wearing the pleats today. Done. It's a laundry day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Didn't get the laundry done, so I'm wearing the pleats. Who who do you who is most fashion centric in the world of Glengarry? Oh, we're talking about that. Roma. I know. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm just gonna. I feel like. Thanks for pointing it out, but I feel like yeah. I could make one step back and then we could get back easier. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I, I know, but yeah, Roma. For way sure. to go, pal. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for pointing Did it. Did I out. step on your? Uh, well, your you segue? just kind of made it like less <laughs> graceful than it oh, was sorry. otherwise. My bad. No, it's okay. It just took me by surprise a little. Oh, bit. we're getting back to that. <laughs> Son of a denim wearer to the theater. <laughs> Unbelievable. But definitely Roma. I mean, come on. You Roma saw is the, suits. the clothes horse. You've seen the suits. You saw- you seen the hair. You saw my suits. You saw them. <laughs> Double-breasted? I mean, come and, on. And least interested? Shelley or George? Yeah, yeah. I'd Gotta say. be George. Yeah. Probably. Gotta be George. Shelley, still, he, go, he goes suspenders. Yes. He looks good in those suspenders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Shoes, I mean, boots, yes. And then neither of those two can probably afford to be very, very much no. uh, interested in their fashion anymore. That's so right. Just putting on whatever they got. That's right. Sadly. All right. So anyway, so yeah, we've got a minute of the Glengarry Glen Ross show we to watch here. <laughs> this is it's episode really 15? 16, 16, my friend. Try to keep up. Hey. Minute 16 look, of this amazing film. I'm, I'm on performance debilitating drugs. <laughs> so you bear with a brother. Uh, so this is episode 16 yep. of the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute. That's right. And I'm Bill and that's Matt. This is minute 16. And uh, we're going to watch this thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, George it's, it's As you said, it's a very Arano heavy moment. Which is great. It is great. Um, but at the top of it, we your, your buddy Moss again leads off with... My spirit animal? <laughs> with a single to the left. <laughs> he leads off with a single to the left. 
leads off every minute with a with a multiple base hit. He really does. He does. The rich get richer at the law of the land. That was a minute. That's a triple. In the first That's a minute, fucking triple. The first minute he comes in with a bunch, bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> they don't give you the support. They don't give That's you the That's a gapper. Dick. <laughs> That's a roper to the gap. He that guy is he fucking hits for average. He yeah. just he and bangs power. It. And power. He, yeah, he his comes. slugging percentage is up there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it really is. I love him. And in this one, first of all, the phrase worked over bullshit. Yeah, that's pretty good. Maybe among my favorite, like, sort of precursors to a to a profane statement. <laughs> like, worked over bullshit is worse than just bullshit. <laughs> Been worked over. It's it's so good. And he's reverted from the hoity toity language of childishness and what is this in aid of back to worked over bullshit it's true yeah yeah he it, when his temper gets to a certain point yeah he leaves all that stuff behind right to the potty mouth and he goes and but and he's like worked over bullshit and then he's like bullshit like he really lets one fly <laughs> he and then he's back and he's like Ugh. Ugh. I can't close this. I can't. How am I supposed to close this? Yeah. I've, I've had this guy before. I've I, been to his house twice. Yeah, he starts to panic. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't. I, how, come on. And now the the realization for all three of them is setting in that it they're being set, set up. It is. <laughs> one by one, we see it. Like, Moss picks up his leads and starts to starts to go to Williamson to see if he can get out of it. Yes. Give me some better ones. Hey, look. No, this Williamson's won't do. is not I paying can't, any can't attention. Yeah. Right. So he just waves them off and he exits to the, like break room or whatever that little room is in the back yeah and then arano it starts looks at his and how you know, he realizes how bad they are <laughs> yes. I, I can't close these. I, can't, I, can't, I can't i can't i can't shelly what am i, I supposed can't close to close and shows him to shelly who shows back his own pair Shelley of leads. says nothing nope, doesn't just, look at george just shows him his own pile of shit show, lead shows him the name nyborg <laughs> Which is all he needs to know about how awful these leads are. Stops George in his tracks and is like, oh, you got it worse than me. Yeah. And, I like, all, uh, and then he comes to the conclusion. Yep. They're going to bounce me they're out gonna of a job. They're going to bounce me out of a job. Which is a great line. Oh, my God. They're going to and bounce to, and, me out of a job. You know, job. it is a great line, but fuck if it wasn't for, for Arkin. Oh, he's I so mean, good. it's just so, he just brings such a fucking sad, sweet desperation to this role that I don't. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor, close. Yeah. Real good. But he's just so Arkin is so good. He's so real, and he's so, and and this character too is like, he's he's of the guys. He's the most honest, or at least the most right. I don't know the the least slimy or whatever. <laughs> right of the, of the yeah. salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really do feel bad. That I, they're I bounce do. Him out of I a job feel hundred percent bad. He just wants to have a job. That's all he wants. He's not like he's he unlike Roma who wants to like rape and pillage everyone he comes across for every cent he can get out of them. Because he can. Because he can. Yeah. George just wants a job. He just, he wants, just wants a job. Wants to make an honest living. Exactly. Yeah. Semi-honest, what? I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Uh, but honest in the way that he, maybe he is selling some things that people will turn into their dreams or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, uh, they're going to bounce me out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to have a job. Well, he's got, I mean, he's got bills. They and all ironically, bills. he gets to keep his job in the end, which is nice. That's true. If we, if we take. We the, can extrapolate. Yeah, that we he, make that leap. Yeah, that he does. So, and then we get all, and then it's like, before, well, just before that, uh, we see the shot of Williamson locking up the safe, which we talked about in the last minute. That's right. And uh, it's in this, and this time it's not like just something happening in, happening in the background while other stuff. No, is going they make on. a moment of it. Yeah, it's its own thing. It's his own shot for of sure. Just him locking up the leads and tugging yep. on the handle to make sure everything's locked up tight. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a big deal. We it definitely is. see it. It is. Can't but I don't know. It. I mean, I don't. I think I just threw it away. Now it seems like a very telling and poignant moment. Right, right. But it, what, the first time through, when I put those goggles on. Yeah, it doesn't seem important. It's just a shot of a guy in his office. Right. It doesn't seem important at all. Yeah. And then back to George on the phone. He's got he's to get after it. And he fucks it up. First, first words out his of his first, mouth. His first call after the sales conference. <laughs> Terrified they're going to bounce him out of a job, he calls the client by the wrong name. <laughs> so, George. It's great. It's so Aaron. Oh, it's so funny. And it's not, and it's Palermo. And sp- oh, Spice. <laughs> Couldn't be more different. Well, yeah. I, I how, mean, how did, well, how did he get the two? 
cards mixed up. Like, like you would assume one one lead card has a name and a phone a name number, and a number and address. Boom. So he's obviously You're looking, looking at one. At one. Yeah. He's dialing the number. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden, the other one somehow gets on top of it or yeah. he's looking at it. I don't yeah. know how he did Or it. is the lead wrong? No, I'm, I'm assuming You're George assuming is, George made the mistake? George made the mistake. Okay. I think uh, I, that's where I all would right. go. Well, you're, very, otherwise, you're very anti-Arano. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I love Arano. <laughs> but here's the thing. If, if one lead card were wrong, yeah. they would all jump to the conclusion that they're all wrong. They're all wrong, sure. And they would throw the office into chaos. Yeah, yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Because so, it's running so swimmingly now. <laughs> Like a well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. Like a well-oiled Shelly Levine. <laughs> Get him all oiled up in there. Oh, my Some God. Johnson's oh, baby No, oil. no. Make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> oh, no. I have to gouge my eyes out. I'll be right back. Uh, um, okay. Do you remember when the machine's moobs came up in an episode? <laughs> it was early on. But I don't know that I'd want to see him oiled up. Or maybe I would. Who knows? How do you know? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> to oil those puppies up, take a look. No. Just a quick peek. Yeah. I mean, you do just want to take a peek. <laughs> you do, right? Just like a car accident. It's morbid curiosity. I guess. You want to see. Mo- just in the sake of comparison. I want to make sure I'm still fitter. <laughs> fitter a little bit than the machine at this fitter point. Fitter than the machine at 70. Because <laughs> yes. that's, that's where I set the bar. <laughs> well, you're there. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, setting the expectations is half the battle. Uh, it's actually the entire battle. So can I have? If another... you set them low enough, <laughs> there's not even a battle. So can I have another cannoli? <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. You're at least three cannolis away from having the moves of the machine, which I could then oil up. You could oil them up. That would be nice for mm. all of us. Define nice. <laughs> Okay, so George gets on the phone. Who is he... the fittest of them all? Moss. You're right. Ed Harris is clearly the fittest. Yeah, he's Although Spacey gets pretty buff in American Beauty. He doesn't look bad. Well, we're not talking about American Beauty. No, but I mean, he's not far from that physique here. Yeah, he was very young. I mean, he's That's what youngest, I'm saying. Yeah, so, that's what know. I'm saying. Yeah. But Ed Harris has kind of always kept himself he well. Has, he's been very lean yeah. his whole life. Yeah. Very lean and, and muscly. He is. Sinewy, even. He's... He's a dreamy guy, like you said. You know, I, no, I, I've said it. <laughs> and I will say it again. No, but you're right. Yeah, that's the obvious answer. Even Baldwin. It's got a yeah. little... I mean, he, he, he was... He gets paunchy, though. He, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, unabashedly so, I mean, which I, I kind of love. Well, but. I always get confused about... You remember the internet videos of David Hasselhoff drunk eating cheeseburgers? Do I? I always imagine that Alec that Baldwin, Alec Baldwin? Like doing the same thing. Well, like, there's you know, some drunk Alec Baldwin. Yeah, like he would ones. call his daughter and berate yeah, her on the yeah, phone or something. Yeah, yeah, right? he called yeah. her a name or some shit. Yeah, and I, I always imagine him eating cheeseburgers and laying on the floor with his shirt off. Yeah, while except he's that doing he's that. a vegan, so it's like a vegan. Oh, a vegan burger. Yeah, a vegan burger. Oh. <laughs> and lots of fried stuff. With vegan cheese on it. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. That takes me to a different place. It does. <laughs> well, a cheeseburger's nice and greasy, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like. Like a wen- big juicy Wendy's when, Now when you double. say nice and greasy, you <laughs> define just nice. to clarify nice <laughs> again. <laughs> define nice. Nice has a lot of meanings. I think you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it can. No, it does. <clears throat> nice is one man's ceiling is another man's floor, <laughs> and one man's nice is another man's horrific. It's true, right? It's true. It's so true, so true. Um, but anyway. Bald, yeah, Baldwin's got the paunchy thing going on yeah. from time to time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's but big, here big he guy. was he was on the leaner side. Yeah, he was yeah. still leading man size Absolutely. Baldwin. Absolutely. And and looking great. But you're right. I mean, Ed Harris is just. Yeah, I think if if there were a foot race to the Glengarry Leeds. You know, oh my god! Just, oh Glen, my god! Put the Glengarry Leeds at one end of the of the office. I would give up all my house at the other end to of the watch office. the cast race. And they're like, okay. <laughs> You can have if you can get yeah. the first one there gets all the Glengarry. Dave Moss leads. is getting there first. Yeah, and it turns into an XFL game That's all of a sudden. Right. And off they go, and Dave Moss has got his he hate me jersey on. Oh. <laughs> and he gets there first. So good. And he gets the lead. So good. I think Moss would take everybody. Yeah, no doubt. He's no got, doubt. He's long, he's got Quick the stride. Quick to the ball, motherfuckers. He's got the long legs, long stride. Quick you know? to I the mean, ball. Think, yeah, no, yeah. lean, quick. He's got the fast twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast yeah. twitch muscles good, good going. Good first step. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good call. He'd be shoving some guys out of the way. 
If anyone was in his way. Yeah. But no one would even get in his way. He'd slow down just to give somebody a show. You think? <laughs> just to absorb the contact? Yeah. Because sure. he likes the contact. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He'll draw the foul. That's right. Still get to the leads first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one, baby. I love it. I love it. <laughs> give me the steak I love too. it. I love it. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, so George gets on the phone and he screws, screws up the name of the he customer. He does, yeah. Then he gets it right. Oh, Mr. Spies, Mr. Robert Spies. Uh, but Mrs. Palamo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Spies. Spies. And he grabs his glasses. He's like fumbling for his glasses and stuff. As yeah. if that's going to help. Yep. Somehow to make it clear which nope. of the two leads he yeah. actually called. Yeah, it wasn't your glasses that confused Palermo and Spies. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Anyway, so he gets on the phone with this guy. And yep. this is one of the things that's always been a curiosity for me. Lay it on me. <clears throat> Whether they're when they're on the phone and talking to the customers, how much of what they're talking about is true, and how much of it is made up? Right. So, for example, one of the first things he says is, "I was speaking to your wife earlier." Yes. Now, is that true, or is that like they're in? Is that like where he's making up a story so that it seems like this phone call makes sense in the world of the customer? Yes. B, the latter. <laughs> I feel like that's part of the script. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I agree I agree with that that it sounds it's an interesting thing to point out. It is because how like much if, are they making up? If I said to my wife, "Oh, that salesman guy called back." Right. And she was like, "No salesman guy called here." Right. I'd be like, "Oh, this guy is full of shit." My bullshit meter would be going bing 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 bing. Yes. Right away. Yes. So to me, it's a bad it is. It's you're a right. Bad call. If if spouses speak to each other, yes, it's a bad call. That's right. Yeah. And as a lead-in for me, I you know I, I I it seems like a mistake. So okay, let's assume George is is completely on the up and up, and he did talk to a wife earlier. Then one of these leads is not is not a new one lead. of the ones right. he, he was just right. handed. Yes, agreed. It's one of the ones from yesterday. Agreed. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So this is how That's get, a fascinating question. I get so bogged down in the so details. It, it, no, it does seem <laughs> I like get so no. Confused. A minute at a fucking time. We have to. I. That's a really great thought. I think that given that, that it is one of the new leads because he takes the leads and then makes the call. Yes. That it's probably a line. Yep. It's probably like oh, and and if called on it, you could be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was mistaken. I thought I had spoken to her. And or they've whatever. all said it. Like in throughout the course of the movie, I think all of them at one time say. Because even when Shelley goes to the house of Bruce Altman, he says, oh, I spoke to the little lady earlier. The... Can't wait to meet her. That's right. That's right. So it seems like it's got to be part of shtick. the schism. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, good call, Bill. That's good looking out. Hey, that's hey, what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm a professional podcaster. And I'm now. here to dole out compliments. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's, oh, uh... the thank you helps. <laughs> I don't even have to keep score then <laughs> when you say thank you because it's its own reward. Thank you. Yeah. No, that's a good call. The wife thing. It's pro- and I bet salesmen do, or I bet cold callers back in the day do that. Yeah, something there, like that. There isn't, a, there isn't a thing anymore. Like cold calling? This. Well, there's This like, whole thing is gone. There's robocalling and there's like... Sure, you know, but this is gone. Telemarketing. But is there? Not I don't... As, not as much I as don't there get, used to be. We get them a lot, but we don't answer our phone at home at right. all, ever. So you do. You have a landline. We have a landline. That's who they call it's, now. Uh, it's like an internet. You know, we have like an right. IP. You got the bundle. VoIP. A VoIP. Uh-huh. No, like a, it's a VoIP. Oh, yeah, phone, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we don't right pay on. anything right. for it. Of course. It's like basically free. We pay just the taxes on the line Sure, 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 sure. Um, and and I, we just have it for like making outbound calls so we don't use cellular minutes, right? Because that... That calling is totally free. I mean, it cost me like four bucks a month for the toll to the taxes. Uh-huh. Or so it's essentially free, unlimited calling out. So I use it for calling people, but not for answering. Oh. So no. So if the if the phone like some people call it, my mother in law, my father in law, you know, and that's who you know not to relative. answer it. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Um, but otherwise, we don't answer it. You know, we let them leave a message. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, if it's sure. somebody we want to talk to, we'll pick it up. Or sure. like, you know, the pharmacy calls there to tell us when there's a pharmacy right. pickup. And that's whatever. a number you can give out when you know you don't want to talk to the people. You have to give a number to. Precisely. For sure. For yes. Sure. Anytime I'm giving out a number, that's usually the number that's I give out. That's the one you give out. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. And so we do get telemarketing calls because it rings. Right. And there's some strange number and I just don't answer it. And then they hang up. Of course. So I know that's a telemarketing. Of course. Yeah. Um, but they don't. They're not selling me. But what are I don't know. I haven't. I haven't answered one for yeah, so long. Yeah, it's hard I don't to know. know. Yeah, yeah, anymore. yeah. But certainly, this is these guys are dinosaurs. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. These, I mean, there must be somebody out there selling bogus land somewhere. 
right? But the mm-hmm. way they sell it now is completely different. Yeah, I don't know how. Right? They, I don't probably I have no idea how it happens or where it happens. Emails but. based on your last Google search and all that stuff. Maybe. And it seems like these guys, I don't know, but it seems like these guys are selling to the wrong people. Like their targeting is wrong. You know what I mean? Like these leads You're are horrible. About Harriet and blah blah and I work. Yes, I am because they ain't got no money. Right, Mr. Speaks don't got no money. Money in the mattress. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. No, I know. Money. Of course. None of these people have money. Of so course. Who are they? I don't understand why how they could Bill, expect these people to buy their the land. Wives filled in a form. <laughs> That's all that happened. I know. So like, okay. So the form says like, uh, sign up for a thing and win a chance, or, or a you know, stage. win a chance to yeah. win a, a car or right. a thing. And that's and I think that's what it is. And nobody wants a call from a salesman. <laughs> Ever. No, they ever. don't. Ever. No, they don't. Nobody is ever looking for that. No. So, yeah. So, so let me just sum up. So, the, the leads are generated through deception. For sure. And then they're, they're deceived and when the person put calls them. to practice by deception. Yes. And then the, what they actually buy from the salesman it's, is a deception. That's not true. Yeah. It's just uh It's a long con, baby. It's gross. Yeah, it is. It's so gross. And it's a long con that's like perpetrated by a lot of different people who aren't really connected. Like the people who put who made the form and put it on the counter at Walmart. Yeah. You know, they made some money yeah, off yeah, of this. Yeah. Yeah. And then they and then the person who who typed up the leads like me at the I made a little money off of it. Yeah. And then the company that sells the leads yep. to these guys yep. makes a little money off of Bleeding it. Bleeding everyone. At every point. And then these guys make no money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. It's uh, it's true. And then the customers blow their money. <laughs> it's just. It's the worst. It's pretty bad. But but guys like Roma excel in that world. They do. And uh, guys like Arno are bad at it. They're going to bounce me out of a job. <laughs> well, I think it's hilarious is how bad he really is as a salesman. So he starts with the wife. Leads in with the wife thing. Oh, yeah, right. I was talking Palermo, to your wife earlier. Cease. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, Mr. Spies says something. He's, yes, yes. As if Mr. Spies, like, what does Mr. Spies Go on. say? Like, Go, is, is, I he don't. Like, is he like, oh, oh, yeah, she told me. Yes, <laughs> yes, from Rio. And then Mr. Spies acts like he knows what maybe he's talking Spies about. Maybe Spies was like, my, maybe my wife mentioned something maybe about something, it. I don't yeah. really listen yes, to her anymore. Yes, from Rio. Yes, yes you did. You from heard Rio. that from her. Yes, yes from Rio. Yes. Uh, and then he goes into the spiel about, which is, I know that part's fake, about him being the vice president. The vice of the president in from out of town. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. He's at the he's airport. He's at the airport. <laughs> so he's not going to be in long. Consulting my map, which is also a great line. <laughs> I see that you live near the airport. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's just trying to set up a sit. I could maybe swing by, <laughs> look you in the eyeball, <laughs> as you sign your future away. <laughs> And you know, as we as we know, what happens is he can't get a sip. He cannot. In a few minutes, we'll find that out. Yes, but, um, probably in the next minute. But so, and it's no surprise. Yeah. Really, no, really, that no, he can't get a sip. No, Arano failing is never a surprise. <laughs> that is always the expected result of an Arano sit. <laughs> they know it. We all know it. Yeah. He's he's got no money. He's What's feckless. he got? Seven. Oh, that's a great word. Thank you. Yeah. That's two compliments in this episode. I, well, that's what I do <laughs> is I give them freely. Thank you. Happily. Thank you. Yeah. Um, know what I don't do? What's that? Receive them. <laughs> <laughs> well played. That was one, kind of. Oh, yeah. Kinda I guess I guess so, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, all right. But anyway, yeah, so you're saying Arano, a f- failure up and down. A failure, yeah. An expected failure. Yeah. He's got, what has he got on the board? Nothing. Uh, no, he, he does. Seven? No, Shelly has nothing. Nine? Shelly has what is nothing. It? He has a little yeah, bit. But it's like $2, seven or nine. Or it's a two? It's, it's not much. It could be seven. You might be yeah, right. I think it's seven, maybe. Moss has 29. Yeah. He has seven, I think. Roma has like 85 I mean, or something. And like. that's seven. You can't trust that. Well, I mean. It's later, like Williamson says to Levine in there. Yeah, who'd you make that sale to? <laughs> like just trims him down at the knees. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And this is another thing about the customers not having any money. I mean, he can only... I don't know what some of the other sales are much bigger. Like uh, what's it called? Yes. Roma's sale much to Link. Yes, he says something about. I don't remember how much he says it's worth. I don't know if he it's a lot, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And Levine, when he comes in, when he thinks he sold Harriet and blah blah Nyborg, says it's a twenty thousand dollar <laughs> day or something like that. Right. So a seven thousand dollar sale is pretty meager. That's for, not yeah, a lot for of the units. months. No, you're. Right. <laughs> he has not you're right. closed on a lot of units. You're yet. totally right. 
And this is a great shot. I know we always sort of pause at the end of the minute, but like uh, both of them on the phone, we have uh, Arano sort of, we're moving past his desperation and we're about to step into Shelley's. Right. He's coming into focus behind Arano and they're, they're both trying to set up shit for later, right? Get, trying to get a sit. Trying to get a sit. They got the leads. They got to make the call. They just, to get a sit. Yeah, they just got whipped down by the sales conference. Right. And, and what's nice about this is we're about to see two different, Two different, Two different approaches, approaches yes. Right, to, to the sales call. Yes. So we've seen our nose and how <laughs> that went. Was we seen the pathetic. And now we get to see Shelly turn the turn the spotlight on himself. That's right. the salesperson. Yeah. Spiel. And he turns it on. And boy, is he good at it. So charming. I know. We should save that for the next minute. Though, I, guess we, I guess that's going to be the yeah. crux of the next minute. Yeah, mostly. it is. It's going to yeah. be a lot of the yeah, next yeah, minute. Yeah. So we don't want to step on ourselves yeah. no. too much. No, but he's got, but he's got the bifocals. Or I guess they're not bifocals, but they're the half like reading half glasses. focal yeah, reading, like glasses. reading glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he does that. And right now he's like really sad. Like he's still thinking about his daughter and how, he's, and how his he leads are shit and he can't yeah. be there. Yeah. And he's really sad. But then once yeah. he gets on the phone yep. with the client, he turns on. He the, does. He turns the, it on. The yeah. the, I think it's the, it's the ability of the salesman to yep. at any moment become the salesman. Right. So I will uh, mention, we were talking earlier about some housekeeping yeah. that, <laughs> that we wanted to do in this minute. So um, one of the things I wanted to, to housekeep on was we were talking about uh, a, a mammoth play that I saw a couple years ago called The Anarchist. The Anarchist. With uh, Patti LuPone and the Deborah great, Winger. The great yes, Patti LuPone. And the, the great Deborah, Deborah Winger. So and you were you you couldn't believe when I told you that the play was boring Here we and not go interesting. Here and fun. we go again. This is you. This is you. But you couldn't believe it. It's, you were, it's not just, that I couldn't believe it. It's that you couldn't explain it. <laughs> and then when you finally did episodes later, it made perfect sense. Oh, but your inability to explain why it was shitty is not my problem. Well, let me explain to you this, please. Way. You want to know how many performances that ran for on oh, Broadway? Oh, boy. I shudder to think. Take a guess. When did you see it? Did you see it in preview week or after it had uh, opened? I think it was in preview. It was in previews yes. when you saw it. Yes. So not even one show, really. No, it did run after I saw it. Did, but, but by the time From, you saw it, it had not opened yet. Correct. But it was close to And opening. it was bad. Yeah. It was as bad as you make it seem. So from opening day uh-huh. until it closed, how many performances? So that's eight shows a week. I want to say it ran for a month. So that would be how many? What, like, like 32? That would be eight times four, 32 shows. Didn't even run for 32 shows. Nope. Half of that, 16? 16 shows? Very close. Oh, 17. 17? 17 performances. That is terrible. Yeah. That is terrible. And that, so they, but <laughs> Mamet did not give up on the play. He said that, <laughs> that was a fluke. Yeah, sure. That's the, they just didn't get <laughs> People it. People didn't get it. <laughs> Let's That's try right. again. That's David in a nutshell. Let's go out to L.A. and we'll remount it. Oh, shit. Did he really? Yeah. So they did it in L.A. Where? Like the Tapper or some shit? I don't know where it played. Okay. But they did it in a, it was a, a smaller theater uh-huh. uh, than like a Broadway house. Gotcha. I remember reading that. And the cast for this one. Are you ready for this? I could, can't wait. The, the California show? Okay. Let's have it. Let's have it. Playing the, the Patti LuPone role yeah. as like the, the anarchist lady right. was uh, Felicity Huffman. Okay, very, you're not very talented. Yeah, she's very talented. Great. No, she's, she's very and good. Of course, married to William H. Uh, the Macy. great William H. Macy. Sure. And of course, opposite her in the Deborah Winger role was. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you guess? No. Come on, take a I, guess. Can you give me a hint? Can I get one hint? Well, uh, William H. Macy's wife. Uh huh. Is playing one part. Who's playing the other? Pigeon. Part? Rebecca <laughs> Pigeon. So they're like, let's go out to L.A. We'll yeah. hang out with Bill and Fell. Yeah. And yeah. We'll do the show. Yeah. Yeah. And it too well, was good like for a them, big, yeah, but it, it was a big failure. Yeah, it'd too, be nice so. if the show was good. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's they tried it twice with two like powerhouse. Um, Those are both great, casts, phenomenal you know, casts. Yeah, nothing. I can't imagine. So I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? I'm sorry to me. That, yeah, don't that, be sorry to me. I mean, I feel bad. Did Mamet directed both of those. Uh, yes, I think he probably right, did. which is why they were boring as fuck. Well, one of the things he said about the play, yes. which totally went right over my head, was it was a uh, it's a it's a Talmudic uh-huh. uh, discussion. Yes, yes, like yes, yes. Talmudic he has debate. said this before about which me, I I don't I've never read the, the Talmud. old religion. Did you ever read that? No. I, I want to tell you, Bill. 
and I'm, I'm surprised this hasn't come up before, but it's one of my favorite books of all time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Written by Mamet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the inner monologue of a man on trial. What is that noise? That's, that's my phone. Well, I'm not a fan of this. <laughs> Let me get rid of it. Anyway, cool. the point right. of it, the point of my story is yeah. that he is... He's said that he's ha- he's written things, created things that he's called Tal- Talmudic discussions yeah, before. Yeah, this was and one. the old religion is also one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've never read the Talmud. I'm no, sure, I'm sure it's very interesting. Why would you? It went right over my head. Yeah, you know, and, and watching the play, there, you know, there wasn't like a note in the program before, like, "Hey, dudes." <laughs> Check out this Talmudic discussion I've written here. <laughs> this awesome Talmudic. They should debate. hand out Cliff's notes of, the, of yeah, the Talmud because before. I was lost. I had no idea yeah. what was going okay. on. Okay, well, I yeah, so. I didn't put two and two together, but I have definitely heard him say that before about things he's written, and, and how it becomes like an obscure nonsense piece so if you the, don't know that. Yes, and is the old discussion, uh, the old religion, the, the book religion. that you like? Is yeah. that a Talmudic dis- debate, or is it like? Yeah, in a way, it is. Okay. Yeah, he's he's called it that. I think. So what is the what is the debate? I guess that's my question. Is it between uh, like justice and freedom, or righteousness good and, evil and spirituality? Or like yeah, okay. those those themes for sure. Not I'm not discounting what you said. I'm just saying my take on it is that. But right. yes, it's all of those. It's all okay. it's it's, um, yeah, it's this it's the study of sort of a meditative religion being the force behind your life as opposed to, uh, something more external. Hmm. versus something more internal. Okay. Does that come through in the anarchist no. in any way? No. no, not at all. Not that I remember. It definitely, I mean, those are the themes of the old religion as I see them, so maybe that's just what I'm projecting onto it. But maybe. I mean, yeah. this. I, I would say the, the anarchist is kind of about, like, judgment. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like well, the, certainly the old religion is a judgment. It's He's right. sitting on trial the entirety of the book. And that's what this is. It's like, you know, oh, she's, so there it is. The anarchist lady is, trying, is. To, trying to get uh, permission to leave the prison to go visit her dying mother or uh-huh, whatever, uh-huh. and Deborah Winger is sitting in judgment of her and gets oh. to decide whether or not she's allowed to go. Well, there it is. There it is. The old religion and uh, uh, a factory owner, a Jewish factory owner, is put on trial for the rape and murder of a of a small girl. Oh, um, that's more serious. Yeah, I mean, it's more serious, but it is about his trial and it's about the inner monologue of that man during a trial and gotcha. things that he hears. So he's like coming in and out of reality and hearing the judge and then back into his own thoughts. And it's a fascinating study. And, uh, yeah, I would recommend you read it. Okay. But we have such a bad sort of history of recommendations that I, I stopped myself halfway through and I'm like, well, if I don't recommend it, then maybe he'll find it on his own and like it. Because well, I, I think my recommendation is part of what taints it for you. No, I don't think so at all. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm sure of it. No, I'm sure if Zumbo likes it, it's probably weird or bad. Oh, I like things that are weird. No, I know you for do. sure, but so, weird in a way you don't like. Maybe because if I like it, you probably don't. Oh, I don't know about that. I, as I, I represent a, a popular that, opinion. No, I think there's a lot like of things, things we agree are, we agree upon. You and you're as list much two as, of them. You're as much of a contrarian as I am. I list so, two of the you know. things we agree on. Uh, okay. Well, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross oh. <laughs> would be one. <laughs> that are not mammoths. Oh. Um, <laughs> tougher. Tougher. I don't think I could do it. I couldn't list really? two. Really? I mean, general things like sports. We like those. Yeah, we both like sports, we basketball. We both like basketball. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's true. And motorcycles. We both and like motorcycles. motorcycles. There's two right there. Boom. All right, boom. Done. Did your job for you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I like how oh you're gosh. like, boom, I did it. You Mike lift dropped, a finger. I almost dropped my mic, too. I almost did. Just dropped it. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> um, well, you got anything else on this? Of course. Uh, oh, okay. What do you got for me? Uh, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> I really do. I just can't admit to the end of an episode. It's hard. It's it hard to say goodbye, hard but sometimes you have to. <laughs> Never say goodbye. Sing it with song. me. What is that? I don't know that. It's a Bon Jovi song. Never oh, say goodbye. Yeah. You No? Nothing? No, it's not ringing a bell. All right. Sorry. Jersey. I know. Jersey guy. But You're I'm, a Jersey I'm, guy. I'm not a Bon Jovi. You're not a Bon Jovi guy. Or Devotee. are you a Springsteen guy? No. No? No. Why do you say it like that? No. One of the best ever. Okay. I just never got into him. I okay. Don't... All right. But you said it like you tried and it was gross. I mean, all I know of him is like the you big, know, born the in big the USA hits. Yeah, the big hits and stuff like See, that's what I'm glory saying. days you and that kind of stuff. based on popularity. 
I do. I'll, I'll do. admit it. You I'll will. be the first to yeah, admit that no I'm a contrarian. No way to live. Well, don't you want to be allied with the people? Don't you want to no. have a, a unifying ideal? If everyone says one thing, I say <laughs> bet the other way. Unless you're talking about Springsteen. <laughs> and then I'm sure even Roma would agree. Well, if you mean the boss, <laughs> I, I take it back. I mean, I, I don't. I, uh, yeah. I've how never, do you not, how do you not like the boss? I just don't. Boss the best. Yeah, I, I think it is a mixture of like you know, like you said, the contrarianism. I'm just like, well, I don't need to, I don't need to waste my time on Springsteen because everybody else is already there. Mm-hmm. And B, just like I never, he was not part of my growth, baby, my we growing up or anything like to that. To run, yeah, I never, I've never had that feeling. Oh, whoa, whoa, Thunder Road. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I just never got into it. So you like Springsteen. Oh, I love Springsteen. Oh, wow. Well, how do you not like Springsteen? I, this is my whole point. I don't know. I just don't. There's not, I mean, you, you don't like a, a sincere poet who's a great musician and writes phenomenal melodies and sings about his life? Yeah, that sounds like a drag. <laughs> you fucking... I mean, come on, man. He's the best. He's I, one of the best. I, I'll take your word for it. Okay. I mean, I'm not alone. You don't have to take my word for it. That's the idea. It's a popular opinion. <laughs> Most people feel this way. Well, and yes. I know that scares you off it the does idea. Scare me but off. It really does. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes. In the case of Springsteen, it works out. Okay. I, I can't promise you I'm ever going to get into Springsteen. No, he, but he can be trusted. Okay. To, to give you a nice ride. And I think, the other, again, I'll go back to my point. The second half of my problem with him is that <laughs> the, the little bits I do know, like the popular hits that you, we were singing uh-huh. earlier, yeah. I'm not a big fan of. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Born in the USA, sure. Glory Days, you know, all these songs are kind of a little... All off of one album. Yeah, a little get icky to me. In an era where the songs all sounded kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> right? What's that other? Oh, what's that other one? A pink Cadillac, furniture in the street, furniture. That's a horrible song. Horrible. Oh my god! Just hearing that, just thinking about it, uh-huh. I hate that song. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would urge you to go earlier in the career. I know because you're an Elvis Costello guy. I love Elvis. I mean, the similarities abound in my mind. So he's like the American Elvis. Yeah, Costello. I mean, I I don't know if I'm fully comfortable with that, knowing there's. There's Dylan's and Billy Joel's in the world, but yeah, the, close, okay. close, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if you like one, you like the other, and yeah. I think you probably just you were oriented in a Springsteen way by the '84 album <laughs> "Born in the USA," as we all were, people our age. Mm-hmm. But if you go back in the catalog, well, is there does he have an album that would be like the Imperial Bedroom from Elvis Costello of? Springsteen's career or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it would be Thunder Road. Thunder Road. You would have okay. to start with that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. A phenomenal album. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everyone's a winner. And <laughs> where would you cast Springsteen in the movie? <laughs> he can do the music. He'd be a pretty good Dave Moss. He could take over the music from Mark Isham or whoever. Is that who it? did the music? No, it's not. I can't remember who it is right now. But isn't it just variations on Blue Skies? No, there is actually someone. There's who some wrote, other. Yeah, someone actually like wrote underlying a, scenic music. Is yeah, that, someone actually wrote a score for this. What am I not remembering? Where does that score pop up? Uh, well, it, it comes in every once in a while. Um, it's a lot of times under, for example, we're going to hear it in the next minute or two is that underneath right? one of Shelley's phone calls. Like he's oh, in the office all alone, yes. all alone, calling the Nyborgs. Yes, and it, the music comes in a little bit under that. Yes, um, some of the scenes where uh, Moss and Arano are like in the coffee shop. I think there's a little bit of moody, sort of um, little piano work under there. Not or? a piano, like a, a vibraphone. I think kind of going along under really? the thing. Yeah, vibraphone. Really, really. We'll find out. I don't know. I it could guess. be wrong, but something no. jazzy. I'm you know, say under there. Not a vibraphone. Maybe we'll see. Um, and then, uh, mark it down, listeners, mark it down. Maybe we'll see. Projecting sweetness. Uh, Maybe. So we'll just have to find out. (laughs) But I can't think of who was not did the music right now. Well, it's good. We'll have to clean that up in housekeeping. Yes. Did we have, we had some housekeeping. We did it. Did we do? We did. I did mine. I did What was yours? My anarchist thing. That was housekeeping? That, I was cleaning that up for you. <laughs> it's so clean now. It's like, it's been wiped it, from so the face it, of the earth. It's doubly it's so failed. Clean. It failed on yeah. both coasts. Yes. With dynamic casts exactly. both times. Just further evidence I think that it you was gotta, boring. 
and we're going to go see a play that guy wrote. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that won't be boring. Hopefully this is going to be a good one. Yeah, for sure. You got any, uh, any housekeeping? Well, I do, but I, but I don't. Okay. I do and I don't. Reserve I'm going to save for, it. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, there's something for you to lis- listen <laughs> yeah, yeah. forward to. But it's, but it's uh, to tease it, it's part of a continuing argument. Oh, good. It's part of the biggest continuing argument Ooh. we have. The, the most ongoing of our arguments. Oh, my God. Do you know what that is? You don't even know what that is. Because you don't care. <laughs> Wait, is it like, like a, an argument about this movie? Or yeah, yeah. The, the, it's, a, it's a podcast-based argument. The okay, biggest one we've I had. I know what the biggest one The most repeatable is, one. Okay. Yeah, right. I know what that is. I have some housekeeping on that I'm topic. I'm sure you do. Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll pick that up right off the bat next time. All then. right. <laughs> All right, then. woo Until then. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, say what's up. At GGGR Minute. Across the platforms. Instagram. At GGGR Minute. Correct. Facebook. Whatever. Twitter. Just find us on Facebook. At Gmail. Yeah, we're at Gmail. Minute at Gmail. Yeah, whatever. Just knock, you know. Knock. Knock, knock on the door. Just we'll let you knock? in. Isn't that how it works? The fuck are you talking about? How, like a digital knock. <laughs> you know, ones and zeros and such. A digital knock. Don't actually come to my house. Fascinating. Like a digital knock in the 1890s was still a knock. It's just a knock with your digits. Oh. Right? That Isn't is that weird? Yeah. A digital knock would be your, you knocked with your fingers. My mind equals blown. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but yeah, digital knock at us. Yes, on any platform so you prefer. Dumb. <laughs> you handcuffed me with that bullshit. Yeah, digital knock at us. We'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Somebody. Even if you don't like it. Yeah, we don't. Just yeah. tell us. No, yeah. We need some feedback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>